Good morning and welcome to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Today we are talking about five steps to freedom. Now, recently I was on a business trip and I was speaking to an executive and we were talking about the successes that she had and how she'd climbed up the corporate ladder and lived in all these different places and um, had this beautiful family. And she asked me, you know, do you feel free? And we were talking about what I did. And I said, you know, yeah, yeah, I really do feel free. And I said, you know, I'm doing a job that I love and I'm enjoying um, a great family and I live in a place that I want to be and I have the freedom to go into work and leave when I please. I mean, I have a schedule, but if I need to go in late one day or work late, I can. And I, um, and I get to pick up my kids from school, which is important to me. And so when I asked her the same question, I said, what about you? Do you feel free? And she said, no, no, I don't. And she said, you know, I've, I've been working in this job and I've created this life for my family. And now I cannot break away from that because if I did, and I stopped doing what I'm doing, I wouldn't be able to give them the education they're getting. I wouldn't be able to give them the life that they're getting. Uh, and I certainly wouldn't be able to, um, provide the home that we've had. And so I found that really sad. And I thought to myself, well, you know, a different strokes for different folks. And, and I, I asked the question, I wondered if she, um, I wondered if her family, if they knew that she felt that way, would rather have her continue staying in the job she was in that afforded them the niceties that they had, or if they would rather have more time with her and uh, a little bit smaller of a life in terms of um, things and, and housing and, uh, educational institutions and that kind of a thing. Uh, so it made me curious, but then I, um, then I was talking to some friends of ours who are considering moving up here to Tahoe. And when I ask people why they don't do certain things, they often will say to me, well, I can't, or, you know, if this happens, then I could, but I really can't. And and my husband said to them, well, actually you can, like you can do anything you want. They're just consequences, but you can do anything at any time. We're free to do that. And so it got me thinking about these five steps to freedom and what it looks like. And so that's what I'd like to share with you today. So the first step to freedom is to know what freedom looks like to you. Now, it's why I say, why I stress to you is because freedom is different to everyone. Somebody could be working 80 hours a week and feel free as a bird. Somebody else could be working 20 hours a week and feel completely trapped and caged. It all depends on what freedom looks like to you. It might be being able to do anything you want. It might be not having to make any decisions and letting somebody else drive the bus. Uh, it might be just enjoying life and living in a place that you want to live or not having to worry about money. Um, but freedom is different to everybody. And so that's why it's key to really get clear for yourself on what freedom looks like to you. Now, the second step is to stop listening to others and to start listening to yourself. So when you stop listening to others, um, this is all about what freedom looks like to you. So people will say, oh, well, you could never leave this job. Or why would you ever leave that company? It's such a great company. You'll never find anything else. Or gosh, freedom is really about being able to not to wake up without an alarm clock. Um, and that may not be your freedom. 
right? And so a lot of times with people who are trying to decide what to do in their life, if they're moving away from something more traditional, like a a high paying job in a big city or something that kind of is more along the norms of what we, we would call the American dream or the old American dream in terms of like buying a big house and um, being educated and having a family and, and all that jazz retiring at 50, um, you know, the American dream has shifted. And so if you continue to listen to what other people say about that, you run the risk of having a, um, a dream that's not yours or holding yourself up to a certain freedom that's not yours. Same thing with some people are like, well, I have tons of money, so I feel free. And I say, well, I live in the place that I want to live and I'm not, um, I'm not having to kill myself to pay my mortgage and to put money in the bank and I feel free, right? So it's just really important that you listen to yourself. Uh, it's fine to entertain people's advice or their, um, or their thoughts or their questions, but I would say at the end, you have to do what feels the best for you because then you're not really free, right? You're part of somebody else's plan, even if it's for you and your life. So think about that for a minute. Right? What would it be like? What What are you doing in your life that somebody else may have dictated at some point? That some norm of our culture may have dictated in your life? You know, we have to live in a house with a yard and two dogs and a cat. Well, we have two dogs and a cat, and we can't travel anywhere. So, it, you know, is that free? I don't know. We have. Um, you know, we have a great job or we're constantly finding new jobs and doing consulting work. Well, maybe that's free, but maybe to someone else it's not. So you need to stop listening to others and you need to start listening to yourself. Now, step three in this five steps to freedom is to buck the norm. Okay, so think about what people think of in life. You know, when you're bucking the norm, you want to think, what, what do I want to do? Like, and you're starting to see a theme here, right? It's all about what you want to do. And so, you know, what, what is the no, supposedly normal? Oh, you're successful because you've been with this company for 10 years. Well, couldn't somebody else be successful who's doing a startup and who's trying to fulfill their dream? Or someone else might be successful with a portfolio career. There's now a group of careers where or there's now a new type of career called a portfolio career where you build your life around multiple things. Maybe you are a seamstress and you sell pillows on eBay and you do tailoring and you also um, do some coaching on the side or something. You can do these different things or maybe you teach some sewing classes, but you can create kind of a portfolio of small jobs that surround your strengths uh, and and do something like that versus a traditional climbing up the corporate ladder. Maybe you could work in the winter doing one thing and work in the summer doing something else. Up here in Lake Tahoe, we are um, we are very similar in that. Is there's a lot of people who are ski instructors in the winter and they are golfers or golf caddies or they work at you know on boats in the summer and they have a beautiful life. And are they, you know, are they ever going to launch some large company in a big city? Probably not. But if you ask them if they're enjoying life, they'll probably tell you absolutely. They love it and they chose it, right? A lot of people came up here from big corporate careers and, uh, and said, you know what? I'm done with that. 
Of course I could get a big job, but I don't want it. I choose not to. So don't be afraid to buck the norm. Same thing. If you want to live on a boat, because for you that feels free to not have a mortgage, great. If you want to rent a house you know, and not buy a house, then great. You don't have to follow the norms. Part of being free is not following the norms. It's following your norms, what you want, what makes you happy. Number four in Five Steps to Freedom is putting down your shackles. Now, when you think about having shackles on, it's like the old style um, handcuffs from the, from the days of the 1800s, 1700s, where people would you know, shackle things on. And there's this great cartoon of a guy who is um, in a prison. You see the first one is where he's in a prison. And he's got... Um, He's got bars. He's holding on to the bars in front of his face. And you think, oh, that's sad. He's looking out the bars into the desert. And then you see the next um, slide in the cartoon. And it's a picture of the guy completely free walking around the desert holding up bars in front of his face. And that's what many of us do when it comes to freedom. We hold up our own bars in front of our face. We tell each, we tell ourselves every reason why it can't work, why it won't work. We put barriers in front of us. Oh, we can't do this until we get this kind of money. We can't move there until the kids get out of school. We can't go on this vacation until you get a raise. We, you know, we can't start eating organic until everything at the market is organic. There's all these things that we carry around as our own shackles. And some of them come in the form of beliefs where you've got your belief system and you're holding up your bars in front of your face. And some of them come in the form of actual stories that we tell ourselves or things that we put in place, like buying giant homes that we can't afford. And those become our shackles. So put your shackles down if you want to be free. Look at what you can control and look at what you're stopping yourself from and say, I'm going to set my bars down. I'm just going to put them down. Right? And then look at where you could go, just like the guy in the jail cell. He's walking around feeling imprisoned when in reality he could go anywhere he wants to go. Now, the last step to the five steps of freedom is to start being an I can versus an I can't. Now, I'm a believer that if you want to do something in life and you go after it, you can do anything. And I think if you don't want to do something, that you'll find every excuse not to do it. So a lot of times people will say to me, well, I really want to move here, or I really want to get a new job, or I really want to start life coaching full-time. There's a lot of coaches who will tell me, I'm afraid to leave my corporate job. I want to start coaching full-time, or I really just want to paint for a living. And I'll say, well, why can't you? And they say, oh, I can't. And then they'll list like 20 reasons why they can't. So I say, become an I can person versus an I can't. Because the longer you're looking at a problem and the longer you're looking at a hurdle, the longer you ensure that it continues, its existence continues. And when you start looking at that hurdle and saying, huh, can't go over it, can't go around it, how do I get under it, right? Or how do I fly around it? Or how can I go through it? And you start asking yourself, how can I? What can I do? I can do this. Right? Because then if you say, I can do this, and you choose not to do it, then the reason why it's not happening is because of your choice. You're choosing not to do it. Right? So this is about being able to say, yes, I can do that, and I choose to do it. Or you know what? I could move here, but I choose not to right now because I want to save up a little more money first. 
It's very different than saying, oh, I can't go there. I don't have enough money, right? It puts you back in the driver's seat. It puts you back in control. So when you're thinking about getting free in your life and you're sitting at your desk listening to this or driving in your car feeling like you're trapped in your world and you can't get out, I'm telling you, you can. And if you need help getting out, there are lots of things you can do. You can enlist friends who have found their own freedom. You can hire coaches to help you. You can read books on it. There are many things that you can do. You can start meditating on what you want life to look like. But these are the five steps. If you want to get free and you want to start tomorrow, start by knowing what freedom looks like to you and getting really clear. Ask yourself, what does that look like? I'd like to sleep more. What does that look like? How much more? How much longer do you need to sleep to feel free? Right? Stop listening to others. Start listening to yourself. Buck the norm. You don't have to follow the path that everybody else follows. Put down your shackles. Get out of your own way, as I gracefully say often. I'll look at myself sometimes and I'll say, okay, Alexis, move out of the way. Move to the side. Get out of my way. I need to go forward. And you're clearly blocking me. And I respect that you're trying to keep me safe, right? I usually do this in the privacy of my office so I don't look crazy in the grocery store. But the reality is sometimes you have to ask yourself to move out of the way. And then the last but not least, start being an I can versus an I can't. Think about what you can do versus what you can't do. And then you'll be on your way to freedom. If you'd like to learn more about Nourish Life Coaching or the Plink Coaching Center for Excellence, you can always check us out on the internet at www.nourishlifecoaching.com or at Plink, P-L-I-N-K, coachingcenter.com. My name is Alexis Robin. I'm a Master Martha Beck Life Coach and Business Consultant, and I look forward to hearing from you either on Facebook or on our website. Thanks so much and have a great day. Make it Life on the Bright Side.